Hi, and welcome to Impactful Teaching at the College of Charleston, a teaching and learning podcast where we discover innovative strategies and practices to engage learners, celebrate the successes of others, making an impact on today's students' academic achievements, and inspire each other to learn and grow in our own teaching practices. Hi, everybody. We are here for episode four. My name is Victor Ruiz. I'm an instructional technologist here at the college with the School of Business. With me today, I have Kelly Kors Anderson, a faculty member here within the School of Business. So, hi. How are you doing today? Thank you so much for having me and thinking of me for... For this topic. Absolutely. You're, uh, you're one of my uh, frequent uh, frequent emailers in a good way. I'm always getting good questions for you, trying to uh, implement things um, into your courses for um, Oaks and here at the college. Um, so before we begin, uh, just uh, you know, if you want to tell a little about yourself and what you, what you uh, exactly do here at the college, what you teach. Yeah, absolutely. So I am a marketing professor and uh, along those lines teach, of course, our basic marketing concepts class, but also um, advertising as well as social media marketing. Very cool. Very relevant stuff now in uh, 2022 with um, just how, uh, how the world works with uh, the internet at our fingertips. Absolutely. Something the that, good and the bad. Yeah, exactly. The good and the bad. The good and the bad. I'm sure we all see it. Um, so today we're going to be discussing assessment, something that um, is very relatable for a lot of faculty members, students, staff in general. Um, so just to start off, since I know you use a lot of interactive tools and a lot of different uh, tools with the internet in your courses, um, when it comes to assessment, what are you specifically trying to get or obtain from the students in your classes? Yeah, like most, my goals are really multifaceted. Um, there are, of course, the anticipated core course concepts that we can't get away from. Um, but because I spent actually 15 years in industry before uh, coming back to academia, I really try to emulate those experience that they have, that they might receive in industry. And so in that regard, I push for application uh, in addition to development of their soft skills, which most employers will point to that being many of our college students where they're the weakest. And so when it comes to assessment, I'm looking for those soft skills, things like critical thinking, teamwork, time management. Um, And they really can be pursued simultaneously to reaching the course's learning objectives. And if we're lucky um, when those things happen, they really can tend to reach those objectives of the course concepts actually more readily. That's my goal. Okay, very cool, very cool. So those soft skills that kind of caught my attention, um, and you went into some of the critical thinking, it seems like there are a lot of people skills, mm-hmm. not, too, uh, not too much related to the content in the course you teach, but just dealing with people, working with people, skills that, um, skills that we all really use and portray, um, working here at the college. I know I do. I work with a team of five, six, seven people when we speak almost every day, yeah. um, working together on tasks or helping each other with tasks, I'm sure, within your department. Um, you all help each other out, so that's something that's uh, very relevant. And those skills are can be uh, overlooked sometimes. We're trying to learn about, you know, a formula for some equation, whether to you know working with a team to solve uh, an issue. That's right. That's very right. cool. Very cool. So, uh, still, still with assessment, um, we knew the pandemic had a big effect on teaching in general, and mm-hmm. which relates to assessment changes as well. Um, what changes have you made? 
um, to your courses when it came to assessment, um, let's say after, post-pandemic, the term that we use. That's a term now, I guess, yeah. that people use. Um, what are some big changes that you made um, to assessment and how how they worked out for you? Yeah, I mean, that was obviously very difficult for many of us to translate those in class to online and then back to in mm-hmm. class again. Yep, yep. But on the bright side, uh, on the bright side, we really did learn a lot during the pandemic, right? We've learned a lot about what students can do, what we can withhold, um, and this definitely directly impacted my assessments. You know, for instance, just in the basic things since the pandemic, or I've moved all of my multiple choice exams and quizzes onto Oaks. Um, you know, this really comes from greater trust in my students, um, which is built over the semester, of course, but uh, also stronger testing software. And um, one of the benefits of that is I'm seeing students' uh, testing anxiety being reduced. You know, the more that we can do that, the better that they're actually going to learn and show their real skills. Um, it's, it's more indicative of what they're going to have in industry as well, especially coming from a marketing standpoint. Um, so, you know, that, that's been really beneficial. I also have not shied away from integrating some of the cool online technology tools um, in a face-to-face class. Really, this helps with engagement and then hopefully to assess their knowledge at the end of the day. Nice. So what, what are some tools? You mentioned uh, some tools. Uh, what are some tools that you use uh, that, and you can go even ones that you liked, that you didn't like, and um, how they um, apply to your class? Because with all these tools coming out and the, the, the development of all these tools, um, some will apply better to certain kinds of courses. You know, a math course might use a tool that, you know, an English course might not, or vice versa. So uh, just if you want to go off of, you know, one of each, one that worked and one that didn't, and uh, go from there with um, how the tools worked in your courses. Yeah, as you know, I'm a bit of an ed tech junkie, so yes. I could talk about yes. this for for days. But, um, you know, some of those simple ones, uh, you know, things like Google Jamboard, Padlet, um, Google Worksheets, those have all been good in integrating within the class. But as far as something that that hasn't worked as well is a good question because um, I used actually during the pandemic a tool called Packback. And I love Packback, so don't get me wrong. Um, there's pros and cons to the tool. One of the downsides with a, something like a Packback is the students have to pay for it. So it's already something that they're not loving. The good thing is it does help them critically engage with the material. I did see, unfortunately though, um, with that one, I I tend to teach flipped classes. And so even during the pandemic, when I taught a synchronous online course, um, I had them go through that content and then they went and did an assignment and pack back. And just to give a little bit of background, it's, it's a kind of works as a social media type of tool where students are able to submit a question related to some content I required them to relate it to content that's new and related to the module we were working on, the the actual um, assignment we were working on. You're listening to Impactful Teaching. We'll be back in just a few minutes to bring you the rest of today's episode. If you miss any of today's episode, you can hear it again on our website at tlt.cofc.edu. That's tlt.
www.cofc.edu. great session today. My students were on fire. They were so engaged. I had them in breakout groups. They did these mini video presentations and they were just on it. Oh, that's great. Good for you. What's wrong with you? You okay? Yeah, sort of. I mean, you always come in here sharing these great things you do with your students and how they are so engaged. I'm out there trying all kinds of things and I get, what am I doing wrong? Well, you know, I used to have the same issue. Really? So what changed? Yeah, but then I met with my instructional technologist and we spoke about my concerns and set up a time for a classroom observation. They'll do that? Yeah, of course. You should try it. Your instructional technologist is there to help you, not to judge. They'll be able to tell you what's working in your class, provide tips and strategies to increase student engagement, and if you want, they will have a session with your, your students after class to get some feedback. I did it, and it made a huge difference in my teaching. Oh, wow. I didn't know that. I definitely have to give it a try. But how do I know who's my instructional technologist? Well, just go to tlt.cfc.edu, and you'll see which instructional technologist is assigned to your school. There's also a link to request an observation. Any TLT instructional technologist can help you with that. Hey, thanks for that. I'm going to check it out right now. Hey, sounded like you guys were having a great time in there. Oh my goodness, yes. I took your advice. I got in contact with my instructional technologist, had an observation. I just did one of the strategies. The students loved it. Great, I'm happy for you. If you want to improve your teaching practice, contact your instructional technologist or visit tlt.cfc.edu and request an observation today. Once again, here's Impactful Teaching. What I found is it was really easy for them to skip my material. Yes. And so that's, that's, an that, that's, that, that's an issue with, um, that's an issue that, you know, is, is you know, uh, seen with a lot of tools where yes. students, there are uh, corners to cut. Mm -hmm. And again, these tools aren't perfect. They were not, they're not meant to be, uh, be exactly what you want. Um, you know, you'll talk to a lot of faculty, you'll see it and they'll say, you know, you want students to do things the way you want them done, get them in the classroom. Mm -hmm. And as we, you know, as we all know, that wasn't um, the most feasible option over the last two years. Mm -hmm. um, so at the same time, you know, these, these tools, they, they can make, um, they can expand possibilities with learning and I feel like they can um, increase flexibility for you and for, uh, and for students in your class. They absolutely can. And you know, after that experience, seeing the benefits, I, mm -hmm. I wasn't I wasn't sold that that was the right fit. So I ended up searching out a tool called Perusal yes. that really blended the best of both worlds. And so it's a social annotation tool where you mm -hmm. can load all of your content, whether it's a textbook, it actually works as an ebook reseller. So there's no cost to the student, there's no cost to the school. It's really a pass-through cost, and they're renting or purchasing their textbook through the tool, and you can also load things like your lecture videos or podcasts, mm -hmm. if you're a podcast junkie, mm -hmm. um, and maybe articles coming from either academic or industry articles. 
And so I love them all there. The students are actually, it's AI um, driven as far as the grading is, and you have a lot of flexibility over that gray box. I won't call it a black box, <laughs> but over that gray box. Gotcha. And so um, that's been really beneficial. I've been using it since last spring, and it, it really does help the students engage in the material and also is an assessment in a way of where they are. So okay, I can that was tell. my next question. Yeah. How how um how does perusal? Because perusal for those for those listening who work at the college here, uh, perusal is now perusal is now integratable into Oaks. There was an mm-hmm. there was a demand for it. There was an ask for it. Um, and I was very happy to use your name, saying I know someone who's using it and she loves it and it's working. It's working very well for her course for her course. Um, so with using that tool, um, just. Um, I guess see if you could speak a little more on how assessment is used in that tool specifically because I feel like it's not a tool that could only be used for you know courses that you teach marketing or only courses even in school of business. This could be from what from what I've seen use uh, using the tool and, and supporting faculty with the tool. Mm-hmm. This could be used for almost any course that has a textbook. Absolutely, in a sense, a textbook that you require or you assign some reading to the students. So that's. So I guess how um, how can that be used in your favor for assessment? How do you use it for assessment? Yeah. So and there's so many ways they've actually they continue to develop this tool and cool, because okay. of that they had that idea in mind that there needs to be a better way to get students to read to actually go through the content and to be able to assess it. So they now have a new tool and function. If you're a quiz a fan of quizzes, there's actually ways to embed quizzes within the tool. Okay. That I don't utilize that tool. I'm really, again, gauging um, knowledge and understanding through other assessment um, vehicles, but through that tool I'm assessing where are their lack of knowledge, where is it they seem to be the most confused. It spits out a confusion report for me. I'm not saying it's 100% perfect, Can but it does like a feedback help. also mm-hmm. in a way? I know there is feedback yes. on, on perusal as well, and again, students could be at home, um, yeah. outside of class hours, and doing yes. this, which is makes uh, lives easier. So yeah, it's, uh, speak mm-hmm. on the feedback if you use it or not, because I know there is a feature like that, but it could be used in uh, many different ways. Yeah, and, and within that tool in particular, I actually engage with the students, and so I periodically will go in a couple times a week. I will look at some of the posts. If it seems that there's a cluster of questions around a certain area, I try to engage with those more so I can understand where are the students' minds, where is it they might be confused. Um, And so that feedback might come from me actually highlighting a question so they know this is a great question. Do more here. Um, I'll also sometimes respond um, within the groups and say, this is a phenomenal question, or hey, just to clarify, when it says this, this is what it means, don't misconstrue it. So it does give opportunities for that check for understanding, um, so you can make sure it's redirected. And then we, even within the class, you know, just this week, I, there was this phenomenal question that came from a student. Um, although I commented on it in there, I wanted to make sure he knew and heard um, that I felt like that was a really, fantastically analytical question. So there's opportunities to bring that back into the classroom and discuss it more. Nice. Yeah, I feel like you uh, utilizing utilizing the text is something that you like to that you enjoy doing for your courses, which is great. But I'm sure we all know no no textbook is really perfect unless you wrote the book, I guess. Um, no textbook is perfect, so you could really um give your like your specific version of well this relates to this to to the students. Um, just so there is a full, um, clear, transparent understanding on 
what you want the students to get out of the you know, out of that reading, or maybe um, some parts that can be um, kind of mis not misleading, but away from what um, what the focus of that um, text or lesson uh, may be. That's right. All right, Kelly, thank you so much for giving me uh, a chunk of your day. I appreciate it, how busy you are. Yeah. And um, is, is there uh, any, anything else before, uh, before uh, we end this for the day? No, I mean, just to kind of reiterate, feedback is huge, and that yeah. goes into any single vehicle that we kind of deliver and can be done in multiple ways, not just online. So it's exciting to hear how that will translate in the future, what, how we blend that in the future. Absolutely, absolutely. We're always uh, ready to learn some more. Excellent. All right, thank you so much for your time, and until uh, next time. Thank you. Thank you for listening to Impactful Teaching, brought to you by the Teaching and Learning Team at the College of Charleston. Until next time.